Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Hi, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm Peter, here with my co-host, Brendan. Good morning, Brendan. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm looking forward to the upcoming Memorial Day weekend. Oh, me too. Barbecues. Going to the beach. Amusement parks. Uh, hanging out with your friends. Amusement open, parks. Cracking open a cold one with the with the homies. Amusement parks. Are you, are you sticking with that for some reason? Is is this, is there a theme going yeah. on here? So so amusement parks, right? Right. Let's talk about that for a minute. All right. Um, I think that that this summer we're going to see spring and summer. I think a, a, a big difference from what we saw last year with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It seems like things are going to get back to you know normal, if you will. Right. And I think that we're going to see a lot of people going to amusement parks. I, as a matter of fact, was looking at uh, YouTube videos within the last, I guess, month, you know, so current videos right. of Gatlinburg, uh, where they have Dollywood. Yes. You know, Dolly Parton's favorite amusement park. Yeah. And it was my I'm, I'm pretty sure it was uh, named after her. Oh, you think? That's, yeah. That's like saying that Walt Disney's favorite theme park is Six Flags. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. Um <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. Well, I was just going to reference Captain Obvious. In an upcoming podcast, we talk about trademark and characters. So keep that in mind. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, it was mobbed. I saw the Gatlinburg uh, video and, and it was there were so many people, but it was nice to see because people were, were normal. Right. It seems like uh, things are going back to how the way they were two years ago. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about amusement parks today, and, and it's really prompted by uh, this story, which I saw in the news just the other day, Right. about an Ohio theme park. Have you, have you seen this one? I have seen this one. So, Ohio theme park uh, actually had to shut down early. Right. Yeah. After King, King's Island in uh, Mason. Ohio. Not, not to be confused with King's Dominion. No. Which, which uh, is. I was there once in the parking lot at a Burger King. They have a Burger King in the parking lot? Well, I mean, I was I was in a Burger King. I was going to the bathroom. And as I left the Burger King, I saw the sign. So maybe for I was the bathroom? In a, no, no. For King's Dominion. Maybe I was in a Burger King parking you lot. You were in a Burger King parking lot. There's Either no, way. They don't have Burger Kings in the King's Dominion parking lot. Well, I mean, it would make sense with the branding. Burger King, King's Dominion. Well, I didn't Burger think of that. Burger King's Dominion. Either way, true. either way. I've never been to the park. But but that's neither here nor there because this is not the King's Dominion. This is simply his island. Got we it. don't know how big this Got island it. is. Is Actually, this also part of his Dominion? It could be, it, but I've never could, heard right. of King's Island in Mason, which is about 20 miles north of Cincinnati. Right. Uh, it closed down 30 minutes early. Because of reports of kids fighting. Right. And, um, well, it was, uh, unruly guests, primarily juveniles. Yeah, that's a quote according to, uh, I, I guess, uh, Fox News put that quote in. Yeah, no arrests were made, unruly guests. Uh, Ryan Smith, who is a resident of Milford, Ohio, had attended the amusement park. And according to USA Today, he told them, that there were a lot of F-bombs, and it Ooh, felt rough. Ah, horrible. Yeah, so uh, he also said that he believed that the park was understaffed, and that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, 
Have you ever seen that viral video of the fight at Disneyland? I have. Yeah, I was just going to say, if I were a a father and I had a family and we were in a family theme park, or at least a family-friendly theme park, I would not want to be hearing F-bombs and fighting. And I was going to bring it up, actually, that Disneyland video I recently saw. I actually recently saw a whole bunch of fight videos, but primarily the most uh, insane one was that Disneyland fight. Yeah, where that was bad. It's in the middle of, I believe, Toontown by Mickey Mouse's house, and there are there's a family, and I don't know if they're I don't know if all of them are family or friends or whatever, but they're fighting, they're pulling each other's hair, they're you know throwing punches at each other, and there's kids in the strollers crying. It's terrible, and, and tons of guests watching it. it yeah, it's it was bad a all the huge way around. Deal. Yeah, it's it was bad. It was really bad. And you know what's interesting about it? You know, tying in. Uh, the comment that this guy Ryan Smith made about uh, Kings Island, mm-hmm. that he believed that the park was understaffed. In watching that video of the Disneyland fight, I recall saying to myself, man, it, it's taking security an awful long time right. to put an end to this because that fight I seemed that to too. go on forever. Totally. You'd think that the Mickey Mouse secret squad would show up, you know, yeah. and tase him and something take him to the underground tunnels. Yeah. Yeah, take them out and lock them up in the J- Disney prison, which I'm sure there's Disney holding cells there, somewhere. There are, there. I believe there are Disney prisons actually in the. I don't know if they're in the parks, but I know that they have a way to detain criminals and keep them. And then did they play "It's a Small World" over and over and over again? <laughs> to, Is that the punishment? That's, that's, that's the torture. Method. They had to stop doing that. That's an Eighth Amendment violation. <laughs> playing "It's a Small World" over and over again, but yeah, it's it's interesting because that opens up this discussion of potential liability for theme parks. So in the case of that fight at Disneyland, right. obviously there were lawsuits filed and prosecutions um, which occurred. So mm-hmm. um, one guy got, I think, six months in jail. The other people have warrants out for their arrest. So it's serious what was going on. But, right. you know, in general, when you talk about the understaffing of amusement parks, that's something that could potentially create liability because if, you know, you've, you, let's say that that family at Disneyland had accidentally injured a bystander, somebody that was walking by or a kid that was walking by, then that person, yeah, they could have sued the guy that was doing the punching. Right. But they likely would have gone after the deeper pockets and sued Disneyland under the theory that they were understaffed or they failed to you know, properly um, contain this fight. Right. And, and who knows? They might have won because... Um, it did seem to go on for a long time. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when you have that fear of understaffing, um, you know, that's that's a concern. So if I Absolutely. was if I was the owner of an amusement park and somebody's telling me that they think I'm understaffed, I'd be pretty concerned. Absolutely. You know who was not pretty concerned? I At have least a feeling. I know. <laughs> what do you, who is it? Well, there's this guy, Eugene Mulvihill. Do you know who he is? I do know who he is. Well, he was the owner of a company called the Great American Recreation, uh, which is famous for one thing. And let me just say this. If you grew up in New Jersey (laughs) and you don't know what I'm about to talk about, then your childhood must not have been a successful one. (laughs) I am talking about the one and only Action Park. Now, I think Action Park in, in its heyday was gone before you were born right absolutely yeah i mean because it was i have only heard the whispers well and the stories i have firsthand knowledge of were Action you there park i was there 
Wow. As was my wife. Although I only think she went once. But yes, I was there. I had friends that worked there. I I had a friend that at one point they had done this. Oh, I think it was called Action Park Gladiator Challenge, and it was um, like an American Gladiator thing. It was mm-hmm. like it, it was in the early '90s, and they allowed guests to compete against other guests in obstacle courses and and gladiator jousting matches. Right. And so, one of my friends who was a competitive bodybuilder was um, a jouster. Mm-hmm. That's that's fascinating. And he would, you know, beat the beat the living hell out of people who attended. <laughs> Action Park. Of course. What what else would you do? What else would you do? So, uh, Action Park, recently, there's been a um, new, I, I think it was like a documentary. Yeah, I don't it think was it's called, new. I mean, I mean, well, no, I think I saw it one year ago, but time is flying by. So, a, Last year, you can't even count. <laughs> I don't even know what happened last year. Yeah, but <laughs> there's a documentary called Class Action Park. That detailed the entire story. Yep. I highly recommend it. Oh, it was I believe great. it's on HBO that. Max. Uh or yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Well, either way, it was very good. And it had a lot of a lot of stories of things that happened at the park. Uh this is essentially now I think it's cool, but from a legal standpoint, from a danger standpoint, this is a nightmare theme park. There are all kinds of things here. Uh and the and the guy clearly didn't care. They said that if he was sued ever he would, you know, fight insanely hard, and if he were to lose, he'd only give up the money once uh, the uh, deputies came down and forced him to. Yeah, once a judgment was issued. So this guy was notorious, and Action Park is notorious. And, you mm-hmm. know, what you're talking about, that documentary, Class Action Park, it, well done. It's so it's so much fun. Because, well, I mean, uh, fun might not be the right word, because six people in total died at Action Park. Yeah, they did. And now we're talking about um, liability and... and theme parks right Mm -hmm. well action park was notoriously understaffed it was also staffed by people that were not trained properly right or spent most of the days you know hanging out talking to their 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 you know uh, co-workers right it was a a good pickup place for like workers they all hung out you know found girlfriends boyfriends that sort of thing and then um really didn't give too much concern for the safety of the guests. Right, absolutely. And, and that's why six people died. There were uh, a number of specific uh, rides and attractions that were extremely dangerous. There was a uh, kayak experience where someone stepped off the kayak and he his foot hit a metal grating that was exposed to a live wire and he died. He, he tipped off and total accident, but... The uh, New Jersey Labor Department investigated the incident. They ruled that no safety regulations were violated, but the kayak experience was soon shut down. Yeah, now we're going back to the 70s and 80s, right? Mm -hmm. Because Action Park opened to the public in 78. Right. So obviously, this kind of stuff would not fly. Absolutely not. No, you you wouldn't see this in uh, Disneyland. No, but they did not care about safety when they put this thing together. One of the worst uh, attractions. Oh, wait, let me guess, because it was probably one of the most awesome. Yeah. Was it the cannonball loop? No. Oh, the cannon- Well, that was dangerous. Someone's tooth got stuck in a, a part of the slide. They lost their tooth, and everyone who went go he, who uh, would go through the loop got cut on the tooth. There was uh, people that got stuck at the top of yeah, the loop. Yeah, they get stuck at the yeah. top, right? Because <laughs> if, you were, if you weren't heavy enough, you'd go back the other way. Right. If you weren't. You know, if you were overly heavy, then you'd get stuck up at the top 
and you were like trapped at the top of this loop, mm-hmm. which supposedly was designed by an engineer. But I, I think it was like Sir Topham Hat designing right. this. I don't think that this was some crazy, crazy um, loop where people get stuck. Or I've seen people, and I, I think my wife or her sister or somebody shot out of that thing at yeah. such force, right? That. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people got hurt. You're talking about six people that died, but there were like hundreds, hundreds and thousands yeah. of people that were seriously injured. The one I was going to uh, talk about is the Alpine Slide. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. Well, you keep saying <laughs> good ones. People have died on these things. The Alpine Slide was made of concrete and fiberglass. Um, sleds, they were these little sleds. You'd go shooting down the hill. It's like a bobsled. And then you'd get flung off and hurt yourself. And then yeah. they'd spray you. It would sting, and they'd say, you know, go home. Right. They had a they had a medical facility, right, where you'd go in and and you know I don't know if you remember, but as a kid, whenever I went to the nurse's office at school, right, they they'd slap some of that uh, stinging red mm-hmm. spray on me, and they'd say, you know, go back, you're good. <laughs> that's what they did here. It's like that's how the medical tra- staff was trained. They'd right. Just slap some band aids and <laughs> and some anaste- antiseptic. Well. Um... One person actually did die from the Alpine slide. Uh, his sled didn't turn correctly. He, uh, he, it was an employee, actually. He hit his head on a rock, and then he died eight days later. Um, there was an incident with the, uh, multiple incidents with the tidal wave pool, which was notorious for killing people. Yeah, yeah, people would, would drown. They'd right. drown, and they'd have to just stop. Or if you didn't right. drown, you'd get seriously hurt. I remember... Uh, being there where they had to shut it down because somebody had broken their arm or mm-hmm. their leg. They shut it down, they get the injured person out, and then they start it back up again because the um, the, the velocity of these waves was like nothing you had seen in a wave pool before. Right. Uh, here Here's an interesting story. The um, man in a ball. So <laughs> there was an attraction... Uh, that was called the man in the ball in the ball, later called the Bailey ball. Uh, it never actually existed in the park where guests could ride it, but it was tested and it went horribly wrong. It was a giant ball covered in caster wheels and it was set to go down a mountain track made of PVC pipe with a man inside. So Mulvihill paid an employee named Frank $100 to test the ride on one of the hottest days of the summer. Unaware that the heat caused the PVC pipe path to uh, melt, it um, said so he sent the ball down the hill and it hurtled off the track. It went down the 600 foot mountain. It crossed the freeway and it landed in a swamp. Later, it rolled in to a nearby woods where it remained for many years. The guy, I'm pretty sure, survived. Um, that's like when but, Chevy yeah. Chase goes down the hill and National Lampoon's Christmas It, it was vacation. just like that, except he was shaken and not happy with it. It wasn't a fun experience. Who would come up with something like that? I mean, obviously Gene Mulvihill, but... I don't know. I, I don't... You know, it's interesting because between 79 and 86, um, there were so many citations for safety violations that were issued for Action Park. Right. Including allowing minors to operate some of the rides and failing to report accidents. Right. So, 
you know, it's 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 required that you report. Like if you ever look at Disney World, once mm-hmm. I think it's once a quarter, um, they put out a list of accidents and injuries that occurred right. in the park. Yeah, and it's interesting because mm-hmm. you know, it just out of curiosity to see what rides are dangerous. Like I remember a couple of years ago when um, I believe it was somebody from England who rode the pirates of the Caribbean and they stuck their hand out and right. the finger got ripped off. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? I do remember that story. Yeah. And so there's, there's a clear danger. You know what I mean? It's not, these aren't toys. They're her, the, super dangerous. The rides and not handled properly. You know, right. one could get injured. Yeah, well, Action Park was was just uh, prime example. Andrew, yeah, so as a matter of fact, there was an investigation that was done by the New Jersey Herald, which was uh, Sussex County newspaper at the time, mm-hmm. and they found out that Action Park, up up between I guess seventy nine and eighty six, had only been fined once. Right, and and that's crazy because Absolutely. there were so many offenses, mm-hmm. um, but it has to do with the fact that. Uh, Hill had a relationship with officials in the state and state regulators allegedly failed to address certain things. And it wasn't until the 1987 drowning, somebody had drowned in the wave pool, um, that it was, was really brought to um, the attention because I think at the time that uh, the state of New Jersey didn't consider the wave pool a ride and right. therefore you didn't have to make certain representations. But Action Park is absolutely the pinnacle of 80s childhood in New Jersey, but also everything that you should not do if you own an amusement park. Absolutely. It was a disaster. I mean, I remember being there. It was so crowded. It was so hot. You had people walking around with no shoes on because it's a water park. Mm-hmm. And it was just a nightmare. Now, you think back to the 80s, things were completely different. Um, I think everybody's tolerance for liability was a lot lower. Things were different. You know, kids went out there to hang out with their friends. So, you know, totally, totally different than the world we live in now. Right? Absolutely. You know, and, and, and lawyers, unfortunately, have ruined everybody's fun by uh, all these lawsuits and things. But no, how seriously. How do you do it? I know. How do you, how do you do it? How do you live with yourself? Um <laughs> But Not it, allowed to go to Action Park anymore. No, I mean, they tried to reincarnate Action Park, I think, in the ni- late 90s. They tried to bring it back. Somebody right, else had purchased it. It, it was never It never was brought back to... I, I think the issue is that it was infamous because as dangerous and as terrible as it was, it killed people. The, the fact was that all of this um, dangerous uh, rite of passage kind of place became, you know huge for some people it was the place to go where disneyland you couldn't get away with half the stuff you could at action park it became this notorious like this is where you go this is where the cool kids go you know what i mean and now when they try to bring it back it's just a just another theme park you know what set action park apart was its extremely dangerous rides it's uh you know the notorious status the risk right It, it became a place to go different yeah. than other theme parks yeah, but you know, I, I think we'll we'll do a show um, as we get closer to summer about liability for vacations and theme parks and, mm-hmm. and you know some precautions and things like that. Uh, but you know, we're, we're making we're making light of some of these things. 
But really, I mean, the liability that these theme parks can incur, you're dealing with thousands of guests all in the park at one time. Um, there's a lot of danger out there. Right. And if the companies aren't staffing, preparing, training, um, and dealing with things the right way, you can find yourself in really serious trouble right. from, from a civil liability position. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I believe that that Mulvihill uh, and his his company they they filed for bankruptcy uh, after you know they had shut down Action Park during its first incarnation. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, though, uh, Mountain Creek Water Park is, I believe, the, the current Action Park. Interesting, and it's it's obviously not as dangerous, and the rides seem to be uh, better designed. They were not put together with PVC pipes. But my my understanding is that some of it, some still of it's remains. still there. Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't been there in in years. Oh, you should go. But I'd like I to go. I don't think it's the same. <laughs> but I do think that that's you know what what action what remains of Action Park. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, let me just look on their site real quick. Yeah, I'm on it too right now. It looks like it's just a uh, just a ro- uh, water park. Yeah. Well, now they have. I'm looking at this link here. They have a safety code of conduct. Now, I right. don't think Action Park had a safety code of conduct. Yeah. I think they had a um, you know danger code of conduct. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but you know what? What was fun as we were kids? I mean, it certainly isn't fun or funny to anybody who was injured or who anybody who was related to anybody that died at Action Park. That's not funny, mm. but. Um, if you haven't seen that documentary, Class Action Park, you got to watch it, especially if you're from the tri-state area and, right. and you've been to Action Park as a kid, then you would just, I mean, the the um, the nostalgia is pretty amazing. Right. So not the, the, the injuries, but the nostalgia. But yeah, I mean, I think that um, I'd love to see more people going to amusement parks and theme parks this this year. Um, hopefully people having been pent up in their house for extended periods of time during this pandemic does not lead to any more scenes like that oh, Disneyland uh, fight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or the, uh, Ohio fight. Right. Because right. it's, it's kind of, you know, like you, you go to a theme park or an amusement park to kind of escape. It's like a mm-hmm. form of escapism. Absolutely. And I think after the year that we've had, everybody deserves to have a summer that's filled with a little bit of escapism. The last thing you want to do is go to a place that's supposed to be fun. Right. And end up absolutely I, I in a fight agree. or yeah. injured. Getting beat up or hearing, God forbid, some rough F bombs. You know, it's just you, you don't want to do that. You know, as a matter of fact, I gotta tell you a story. So <laughs> this past weekend mm-hmm. I was at a, a hockey tournament for my youngest son. Right. And um, games did not go in, in his team's favor, but fine, right? But, but one of the teams that um, my son played against was extremely dirty. Right. You know, they were hitting kids after the whistle. They were jamming their sticks into the kids' stomachs. It was, it was not good. So on the way out of the rink, I'm waiting there for my son to come out of the locker room. There was a guy that walked by talking to his son about how 
next time he should just take his stick and really hit somebody hard in the ankles and take them out of the game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And a comment had been made in the hallway by a parent, you know, how could you be telling your kid that? And then all of a sudden he turned around and we were engaged in a massive screaming fight. Oh my. And you know, I I was part of it because of the aggressiveness of this guy. Right. Right. And I'm trying to, to, end this right so Mm -hmm. i'm telling him to walk away but the guy wouldn't walk away and then i took a step towards him to further enhance my command that he walk away and just (laughs) let this go but then he got scared that i was approaching him so it almost was a a (laughs) mess but my point is that there's little kids here right yeah what what the heck are you doing screaming and and going crazy and teaching your kids these things in front of other people because it just it it makes everybody's experience mm-hmm. less than what it should be. So, so so in this instance you were the unruly guest. I was not unruly. Well, I mean you two I were was the fighting. defender. No, no, I was the defender. You were the unruly I guest. wasn't the offender. So he was an unruly guest. He started it. <laughs> I was was defending. Yeah, tell that to the judge. <laughs> well, fortunately everybody went their separate ways. He listened to it my my uh your solid advice. Step. <laughs> Solid advice that he walk away. Um, but yeah, you don't want to go to a park and see that. No, of Just course not. Don't. So, yeah. yeah, so that's the story. Interesting. Now, check out Action Park. No, I, I don't think you should. Check out Class Action Class Park. Class Action Park, though, yeah. The documentary. That was really interesting. It really was. And you'll learn a lot more than what we talked about on this show. We just touched on it, but it's very good. Yes. Um, and this isn't some kind of plug for Class Action Park. We it are just not happened, sponsored. No, just happened to like it. Um, have you ever been to Action Park? Tell us on Instagram. Yeah, have you? Do you recall? And were you ever at Action Park when there was an injury? I'll put a poll up on Instagram. So a, not a fun poll, but okay. Were you ever injured by a poll? At Action Park. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, how about you just ask if you were injured at Action well, Park? Well, we're going to put that up. We'll put a poll up on Instagram, so uh, take a look at that and, and yeah. let me know what you think. But, uh, yeah, great great documentary. A um, lot of nostalgia. And, and That's what you want to call it. I mean... <laughs> I told you, it's not the injury part. It's the other part. All, all the just, other it, parts. It makes me think of my childhood. It makes me think of the fact that you could go out in the middle of the street... And throw a Nerf football around with your kids and not worry that you were going to get run over or that someone was going to kidnap you. Right. You know, I mean, you know. I mean, all right. Times have changed. <laughs> times have changed, but that's going we, to do we it. Did a, we did a podcast on times have changed. Did we? Yeah, remember, we, we did times change. We did a podcast that's on right. that. That's right, we did. Go check well, that one out. We're going to be doing some uh, more summer-specific podcasts. Those are always fun. So uh, look forward to them. do one about barbecues coming up? Yeah. So, all right, but that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for uh, taking the risk and sticking with <laughs> us for this Action Park uh, discussion. Uh, don't forget, tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so so that you are notified right. when new episodes come up. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to us and subscribe anywhere that you listen to your podcast. That's going to do it. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.